I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Uh, 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 it's the GH Report. We got Nina and Jack knocking boots. Check it out. Elena showing up in Valentine's Casadine Hotel Room. <laughs> Not a great ending to that. There you go, everybody. Welcome to the GH Report. Not my strongest ending on that one, but you know what? We're going to go with it. Welcome, everybody. We're going to be breaking down all the craziness that's been happening in General Hospital. I, Carla, were you here last week? Did you do the show, or we did not? I did not do the no. show. No, so we've got a lot of stuff to catch up with you on, folks, there. Uh, I am Frank Moran. And I'm Carla Renata, and next to me is... I'm back, bitches. It's me, James Law Jr. Oh. James Law Jr. There you go. Five years! Five years at this network! And the crowd... Goes yes. wild. Yes. <laughs> Hi, guys. Oh, hey. my goodness. Hi, everybody. Hey. Well, let me do a roll call because mm-hmm. you know that's how I do when I'm here. Mm-hmm. We got Ruwa, Joe Costanzo, Loretta Johnson, Annie Gowan, Kelly Publicova, Kelly, Lisa Wagner. Uh, who else we got in here? Susan Russo, Stuart Pierce. And that's it for right now. But And Daisy Flower 40. What's up, y'all? Welcome back. Hey. Uh, as folks, as always, like us on Facebook, give us those five stars on iTunes, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and of course, Carla just named all the fine people in the chat, but join in if you're uh, if you're so inclined. And if you're watching after we stream live, feel free to comment down below. But uh, in the meantime, let's just bask in the greatness that is James Lott. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, and, and let me shout out my boy Michael B. He just joined us. Oh, yeah, Michael B. I don't want to be. Yeah. Five years, James Lott Jr. <laughs> yes, five years, Frank. And that means I've known you almost five years. Because after I came true. here, I came looking for people at Craigslist. And I found you. That's right. Missed, uh, missed connections. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was under et cetera. Under et cetera. <laughs> but true. yeah, I, I came from radio, which I saw my radio show. Super organized show, James Lott Jr. Uh, I still have it. Um, but I came from radio. Came in, went into Dishon Days as a guest host, and thanks to Tony Moore and Mark J. Freeman, they let me come on, and I was like, TV hosting, what's that? And then I was like, you can't get me out of here. But I was actually at the house, the other, the other house. <laughs> you couldn't be out of the house. And then I came here. So five years. I just I did some statistics today. Okay. I've done 806 episodes of shows here. Whoa. Damn. That's impressive. In- I, was, I looked at 806, and I created six shows here and co-created three of them. Look at fine. that. Wow. Man, and That's then he impressive. just dropped this like a hot potato. Sure did. I was like, Look, time. he bounced like a rubber ball. <laughs> <I mean. laughs> he was like, bounce, bounce, I'm you, out. You guys all know I do 10,000 different things, so that's what's going on there. But I come back in to see my, my folks. I'm just playing. You I know do. that. You I know. know I love you. I know. And I know you, Frank. Frank Moran. And if you've been watching James Lott Jr. on all the, uh, the soap block <laughs> yes. here today, you see he's been passing around these super sweet five-year yes. anniversary gingerbread cookies. With a nice tasteful afterbuzz level yes. icing on there, and they're gingerbread, and they're from Cookies Hell Yeah. As her name is Meredith from Culver City, and she's all over town, and these cookies are homemade. Hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah! yeah. All right, for the, I love when he does that. Feel it makes me. Uh, me so too, happy. me too. <laughs> uh, woman of color, woman of color, USC graduate. She's working it out. All right. <laughs> yes, thank you. Well, I know we ended up taking off last week, and that was uh, due to me having a last-minute uh, family emergency. So, but thanks yes, to I couldn't. In in the spirit of that, I couldn't just sit here by myself and act like nothing was wrong. I just couldn't do it. So yeah. well, I had to wait good. until my brother came back. Well, thank you. Yes. So that means we've got yes. two weeks to dive into. Plus, it's been a while since we've had a chance. Yes. James Ladd Jr. called in one time when Carl I did. Was I saw him. So yes, we did the whole show that way. So yes, it was uh, it was delightful. But now we get to just get in more depth. Yes, we get the full effect. So why don't we dive into? <laughs> Uh, Valentine finally finding out the reveal of his uh, true identity. Child, him being a Spencer, I'm like, what? Really, though? 
I don't know how I feel about that. I think I feel about that. No. <laughs> that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I'm sorry. I'm just like, I'm all for twist, plot twists and stuff, but I'm like, a Spencer. But wait, and then it was all about how he came to... How he came to the conclusion by talking to the ghost of Helena. I'm like, oh, dude, yeah, really? No. Is that what we gonna do? I was like, no. Yeah, I'm. Just, no. No. Yeah, you know, I still don't. <clears throat> I feel like I mean, Constant Tower looks great. Oh yeah, sure. we love, we awesome. love, we love, love her. I, I, I don't know. I feel like the show did wrong by killing her off. You got it. Like she needs. I want. If they keep well, bringing they her back, she wander around. People, they can always bring people back to life. That's true. That is true. And they I'm bring surprised people they back haven't. to life all the time. Look, look, maybe her showing up as a ghost is a precursor to her coming back for real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You never know. I would hope so, because I'd rather have her uh, alive and in the mix, especially now that Nicholas is back, too. Mm-hmm. I'd rather... Ooh, honey, and Laura's the mayor. Ooh, it would just be so juicy and titillating. I just... Oh, yeah. I just, oh, completely. Ooh, I would, yeah. I'm, I would be living for all of that. Because I don't feel like we ever got the resolution to Nicholas poisoning Helena. No. And that no. never... Nothing ever really came <laughs> no. of that. It was like, yeah. oh yeah, I poisoned her. Now she's dead. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, yeah. Sherry R is like, they didn't confirm it. No, they didn't confirm it, Diva. But <laughs> he did say, yeah, he did go through this whole convoluted explanation with the ghost of Helena to figure out that she had slept with Luke, which was he was the result of that union. So, um, yeah, he is Spencer. And I guess at first I was looking at ages and stuff, but I forget that Anthony Geary, who plays Luke, is a lot older. He just looks good for his age. But I was like. Okay, James Patrick Stewart. Okay, that could work. I was like, I was looking at the age thing for a minute because I saw I met James Patrick Stewart actually uh, two weeks ago, and he's a really good looking person. But yeah, he's I think he's probably around my age probably. So I guess that could work. Yeah, he's skinny. He needs a sandwich. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. and, and I'm, I'm guessing that that hookup would have happened during one of like Luke's when yeah. he was uh, his dark times. That uh, when he was because he had many dark times and many adventures that didn't include Laura, where he was off the grid. We yeah. didn't know where he was, and then he would return and say that he was doing something unsavory with Elena, but they would never go into detail about what it was. Three quarters of the time, they wouldn't go into detail right. about what it was. So that that ridiculous scenario could mm-hmm. actually be true. I just, I just wish they didn't do it because the whole thing was that Helena was attracted to Luke, but they never did anything. Yeah. It's always like flirtation. She as wanted far to as kill him. Right, but I said I, but I said I but I always kinda liked that was out there. We didn't nothing was confirmed. I kinda liked that it was just kinda like, yeah, maybe, maybe not. I don't like I'm like that's confirmed. Well we'll find out because yeah. either Anthony Geary gonna show his face or Constance gonna show their face. They're gonna have to bring one of them back. They can't just keep having conversations yeah. Yeah. around the two people and the two people are still alive to kinda like come on the show and squash that. So yeah. let's hope we get one of those surprises or, or little treats sooner than later. Well, it was great to get Jane Elliott back for as yes. long as we got Oh her. my god, I, I love, love her. her so much. And her and her gray hair was beautiful. Bob was beautiful. Yes. She is pure comedy. Oh, but what I really love is the girl that's playing Brooklyn acts just like her. She like, does. That was really good casting on, yes. their, on their part. Because when she yes. calls her granny and the look on Jane Elliott's face every time yes. Brooklyn says granny yes. just makes me laugh out loud. She's like, she's like, she looks like she just wants to pull the word granny out of her mouth. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so funny. Mm-hmm. It makes me laugh. I love it. I agree. And it was a, it's frustrating when you bring in somebody, especially of soap royalty. And you want to feel like they have some purpose to be there, not just to kind of do a drive-by. Like, oh, yeah, it was here. Remember, I used to be on the show. Cool. Thanks, everybody. And now I'm gone. And I'm kind of mixed opinions about Jane Elliott's visit. Because, one, it was great to see her. Mm -hmm. And she got to do the Christmas Carol one-off there as well, which I hate those episodes. I know you do. I can't stand those episodes. (laughs) So I'm I'm glad that it was a a, a very scaled-down version. It was. It was a very scaled-down version, yes. yes. So I appreciated that. 
But it was all, she's like, oh, I'm going to set up. There's somebody trying to get ELQ, and now I'm gone. And I was like, it was a soft. It was a soft close, as we yeah. say in the business sometimes, in, in the restaurant business. It was a soft close. Like, why didn't they? Why didn't she leave out with a bang or like stay a little? I know it's the actress herself. She's working. She's retired basically. Yeah. I think so. She's not working full time. But you're right. It was kind of like a oh okay. Like she went upstairs and never came back down. <laughs> That's oh, true. Is it. Okay, sidebar. So they're reading me and they're oh. saying that I'm confused. So I want y'all to clarify this because you know I don't want to disseminate bad information because this is listened to all over the world and I don't want people to be confused because I'm confused allegedly. Yes, <laughs> so yes. they're saying that um, they're saying they were talking about Charlotte being Helena Luke's bloodline and Valentine's father is unknown. Is that what y'all got out of that? I was I I would think it's more that. Okay. It is that. He, so then, clearly, I am confused. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it, kind of a little bit. Yeah, I got, yeah. There's like there was always more Spencer in her. Okay. Well, then I'm the only one that read that wrong. My bad. <laughs> Thanks, y'all. Okay. I mean, because it, it, it does beg the question of like, then who is the father, right? And whether we're ever going to know that yeah, or not. I mean, true. I guess it's up for the show to decide. Yeah, which we never know what they're going to do there. <laughs> <laughs> you can't always count on the show. But this is what this is what was com- comical about it. How he how he then went all over town to tell everybody that he wasn't a Cassidine. Right. Yeah. Like what what was the purpose of that? Well, what I was feel the like, purpose of that? I feel I like the understand. Nina one was like, you know, we were in love. This is a, a terrible thing. She could be there to come for me. Maybe that's great. Then she overhears her saying like, "Oh, I've made up with Jax." And he goes into a rage. And, and I, then I thought he was okay, so that when they dream, did the, uh, right, when they did the dream, I thought, "Ooh, they gonna kill him off like that? Like that's so lame. And then I realized very quickly yeah. that it was, you know, a daydream or whatever yes. it was. I'm like, because at first I was like, really? You just gonna gun him down in front of his daughter? <laughs> like, what kind of mess is that? Right, that's right. just foul on all kinds right. of levels. Like, what you doing? Yeah. <laughs> the bullet could ricochet and hit right, her. Exactly, hit everything. I, and so when they revealed that it wasn't, I was like, ooh, that was a relief because mm-hmm. I was feeling some kind of way about that. I, the moment I realized like this is gonna be a dream is that. When Dustin is able to call nine one one, I feel like Valentine is not that dumb. He's going to eliminate everybody that was a potential <laughs> witness because otherwise, I mean, Valentine's been great about always having a way out of any problem that he gets into. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, well, this has got to be dream because you know, got to be. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I didn't, I, I, I'm almost tired of these kind of dream things. It's I know it's a plot device to kind of give us what we want, kind of, but then. Not really give us what you want. I mean, it's just, it's a weird thing. Like. I kind of I love them every once in a while. Like, I don't want it to be a regular thing. <laughs> but I, I love them every once in a while. And then I was also confused about Alexis consoling him. Because she usually goes in on, on Valentine all the time. And now, all of a sudden, she's concerned about his well-being. I'm like, get the hell out of here. That was just a hot-buttered mess. True, <laughs> <laughs> like, but if you saw somebody about to try to launch himself off the off a roof of a building. He was, but that's the thing. He wasn't. He literally was just standing there. No, no, no. Because he was... <laughs> He was revving like this. <laughs> he was going like that. He was ready just He's to like, go. Gonna do it. Gonna launch. What, was, what was he doing, Frank? He Good was revving up. And he was revving up. Podcast listeners, That's watch right. the VT video. There you go. Revving up. I'm yeah. going to go over the go. court balcony. <laughs> do it. going to do it. Right. I feel like, you know, she has some compassion for somebody that she really doesn't like that much. Well, and, and then speaking of Alexis, I'm, I, I'm not going to be able to handle... Her continuously bumping into Neil and having this awkward thing. Yeah. Of, we love each other, but we can't <sighs> talk like the same uh, Sam ja- uh, Sam right. and um, uh, Jason. I'm like, I can't. I'll ask both of you. Which would you rather watch in real time? The two years between Alexis and Neil or the two years between Sam and Jason? Ooh. I'd rather... 
lay down on my lawn, and have the lawnmower run me over. That's what I'd rather have happen. Because either one, to me, I'm like, good night. That's my answer, Frank. I love it. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't want to see Neil pining over Alexis, but you know how I feel about Sam and Jason. Those are my booze. Yeah. So, Ugh. You know. But here's the thing. The guy who plays Neil is a great addition to the show, and I liked where they were going. We don't need this obstacle. But then they messed it up. Yeah. And I'm like, why did y'all mess it up? But what they not messing up is Jackson Nino. Okay, they are. Yeah. Woo, honey. I was like, ooh, they finally got together. Thank you, Lord. But what I was not appreciating was them having a conversation about them hooking up. Oh, yeah, I know. Like, why y'all got to have a conversation about it? And then go to the bedroom like teenagers acting like you don't know what to do when you go to a bedroom at a man's oh. house that you like. Like, really? <laughs> we going to play? Really? Is that what we going to do right now? He got a he got a fur throw on the bed and you going to act like, ooh, your bedroom. For real though, I can't. I well, just thought of fur throw. I was like, okay, Jack, okay, Jackson. Fur throw and a fire. Even I don't have one of those. I'm <laughs> like, in my bed. But the fur throw and the fireplace, and then you gonna act like you don't know what time it is. Girl, get out of here with that. <laughs> but I mean, I guess you could go back to, to Nina's, you know, time in the coma. Yeah, she she's naive a little she's bit. She's really only been with Franco and with Valentine. Yeah, that's it. Look. That diva know how to knock boots. And when you go up to a bedroom and you see a fur throw and a fireplace, you know what time it is. Like, come on now. Booty time. <laughs> yeah, it's time. And the living's easy. Get it the chat room, they don't like Nina and Jax together. They're like, they no, don't? Sir, really? no, ma'am. Mm, they're wow. not having it. They're not having who do you it. Want them, who do you want them with? They're not having it. Really? Mm-hmm. And they're in... Uh, Sheree, Sheree, Sheree. She, she, she makes fun of me because I never pronounce her name. Is your right. name Sheree, girl? Is it Sheree or is it Sheree? Just phonetically put it out for me because she said I like the way you pronounce my my name, LOL. So I'm like, I must be saying it wrong. But Insty who, um, tell me how phonetically say your name. But she's like, I think Alexis and Neil are done. You know, I I agree. I don't know why they threw this obstacle in. Yeah. Unless they wanted to run a parallel of Alexis and Sam. Oh. Which, I mean, okay, but But there's no, there's no rooting value for Alexis and Neil because they haven't been together that long or been together that much. Yeah. At least, at least they should say, I don't know what you feel about them. They have been through a lot. So there is some rooting value for them. But for Neil and Alexis, they're just kind of getting, they're just getting started. <laughs> From yeah. patient to, you know, and, and therapist to relationship. And they cut it off. And what I liked about with Neil is that at the beginning when he first came out, he was getting involved in a lot of yeah, different storylines. Yeah, yeah. And I feel since then, it's really just drawn back, and now it's just this thing with him maybe and he not, Maybe he got another gig. You know how they do. Well, that's true, too. He might have in another real life. gig. In real life, maybe he has another gig, and they like slowly trying to like, you know, ah, eke him shame. out. Because I feel like he's a character that never realized any sort of potential. I agree. I like, I totally agree I, I like him. But, but who has reached some potential is Mr. Dustin, honey. Sexy, oh, yeah. dusty. <laughs> Sexy, I'm, dusty. You know, I mean, it's interesting the slow roll they've done with him. Mm-hmm, for they sure. They've really mm-hmm. slow rolled him. I and like how they how they developed mm-hmm. his character, don't you? Yeah, there are times like when he was going to join the softball team and he's acting like a big lung cat. I was like, what's this guy's deal? But they seemed to like calm that part of it. Yes. And just made him more very like, all right. Kind for of a minute, I was beginning to think that maybe he was part of the WSB when he was like kicking that dude's butt that was all oh, over. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, I yeah. thought, is he a spy? Like, is he a spy and we don't know he's a mm-hmm. spy? Because he had skills in the fight scene. I'm like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But no, he was a mu- Now they're like, so I went from thinking he was a spy to now they've revealed that he actually was a musician and not a good one. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I don't know how I feel about Yeah, that. I know. But then the fact that he also has, has a past with um, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Why we got to do that? It's, it's so obvious. Okay, so now Lulu and there's nothing to hate each other. I mean, I just like, I don't. You know. But how about this? He got more chemistry with that daughter plays Brooklyn than he do with that daughter plays Lulu. Hello. So there's that. 
Whenever they're on <laughs> Let me sip my tea. Because whenever there's whenever they're on screen together, it's like pure electricity coming through the TV rays. I'm like, oh, it is. okay, all right, y'all. And they both are from One Life to Live, so that kind of makes I'm sense. I'm just saying. Yes. <laughs> well, enough for you ABC watchers. Yes, I agree with you. The, pro- the problem with the character of Lulu is the way they they're writing her. Emmy Rodney can act, so I know that and all that kind of stuff. I've seen her in things that she's really wonderful in, but in just it's a shady Sunday part. But there's just um, the the role they've written. She's so <laughs> unspencer like to me. It, it bugs the S out of me every week when she's on. I'm like, she makes me, she's so unlikable to me, her character. I thought they were going to get rid of her when, um, uh, you killed Nathan? No. They should have. I thought they were going to get rid of her when Dante left. Mm. Yeah, because Because there was weeks and weeks and weeks on end of her complaining about Dante leaving her and crying and whining and I'm like, oh my God, enough. I cannot. And then they brought in Dustin and I thought okay well they're going to redeem her and then even that was like that whole situation never really kind of took off for me you know what I mean like it started and it was cute but then it kind of just kind of stilted until Brooklyn came in and then when they brought Brooklyn in then it then their relationship kind of heated up because her jealousy heated up you know what I mean yeah so I'm just like I don't know Shut but, up. Shut up, James. But James, oh, okay. I, I, I agree with you. It's, yeah, yeah, Because yeah. the one thing that, and we talked about this last time you we were yeah. on, is that I, that we love what they've done with Loris, and she's come back this yes. time around. Yes, yes. They make her very uh, very smart, very cunning. She's, yes. you know, she's thinking, she can see the big picture and moves that people are making. I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I feel like when you've got Luke Spencer and you've got Laura uh, yes. Spencer, and then you've got Lulu. Yes. And she is showing none of the shrewdness none. None. that either of her parents possess, and it gets nope. frustrating. Yes, I agree with that completely. And as I said, I think the way they're writing her, I think that she can do the acting and can do it. It's the way they're writing her is bugging the s out of me. Yeah. Mm. Well, let's talk about. We change that. So, so let's talk about. I love whenever they bring Epiphany in because Epiphany just goes balls to the walls every time she's on the show. Sonia Eddie, but I love how they had the two sisters, and those are two strong sisters too. They was like, uh, Epiphany's like, can I help you? She's like, and what are you doing in my hospital on my turf? And then homegirl, I love how I love how the parole officer was like, like she was in church, like okay, I'm out now. <laughs> she put that finger and I was like, okay, I, but and and then she, oh, did you see how she got up in Sam's face? Like if that had been, if I had been Sam and homegirl got up in the side of my face like that, I just would have been like this. Yes. Like why would why did you have to go like why did you have to get in the side of her face and go? I'll see you soon. Like, why yeah. why do we have to do that? <laughs> But I also want to know, like, was this parole officer, like, I don't know what floor Sam was on yeah. in GH, but right. was she just doing laps? Yeah, I was like, yeah. Every right. single floor? Right. That's what I'm like, where did mistake come from? Like, she serendipitously just rolled around the corner. Miss McCall. I'm like, and where the hell did you come from? Yeah. Are you just because there's at least corners? there's at least ten floors in a the hospital. There's a tenth floor in the hospital. There's at least ten floors. Yeah, <laughs> so like, that made that was pure comedy to me. I hollered, and Wait. then I hollered even more when they went in the room when they got ready to oh, go yeah. into the, the examining room. And Jason locked the door, and Epiphany was like, "Look, you need to unlock this door. <laughs> like I know you in there. Don't why are you playing?" <laughs> but also, it's like for me, it's like Sam, like you're a private eye. You're supposed to be quick on your yes. feet. The fact that she couldn't say, oh, I was meeting with Finn, which is right. true. Right, was right. And we were yeah. talking about something. She doesn't need to meet Jason, Jason's yeah. name. Finn could back up that, oh, yeah, I was talking with her. I don't know why she was like, um, I was just with my doctor. I don't know. Maybe yeah, that was kind of out of character for yeah. Sam. Right, I agree. Let's dive into this Jason thing because this story Jay Sam. stinks. 
Yes, I agree. I, I, I'm not a huge fan of J. Sam at all. Yep. I don't care if they get together at all. But, uh, in fact, I hope that they don't. Yes, Whatever, but friend. it is this the fact that Sam is being so stupid about this whole thing. She was she was mopey that she was in prison, and then she goes, "I got to get back to the kids." And now she's back with the kids. She's like, "Let's hook up, Jason. We got to be together." Like, why the fact that nobody can make Sam realize like you are being an idiot right now? They're making her stupid, and I hate when they do that to her. And I've said this before when we've had these discussions. I Sam McCall is a smart cookie. She's a private eye. She's a grifter. She's a con girl. Why are you giving her dumbass dialogue? I like, I, I don't understand why. And they keep flipping back and forth. Like, some weeks she'll be like mm-hmm. whip smart, and in other weeks she'll be like what you said. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you got, when you have OG characters like that, mm-hmm. you got to be consistent with them. You can't have them flipping and flopping and wishing and washing. The audience does not like that. I, I don't like that. it. I, I really don't. Well, especially I, when the story, I'm sorry, James, when the storyline no, started. With her getting back into trying to run a con on a con. Yes. Right, yeah. exactly. That that was getting her back to the old Sam, right? Mm-hmm. And then after they killed off Shiloh, then she went back into this, uh-uh, 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 no. She went into this, like, whiny Sam. And I'm like, that whiny Sam, stupid Sam, does not work for me on you, any level. James, do you want to see them back together? You know, actually, I'm in mean, between you guys. I don't have anything for or against them, to be quite honest. But I'm sorry, I saw chemistry between Finn and Sam. I'm sorry, I, I know in, past, in the past they played characters that were together, because they on poor Charles and whatever. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. But I saw I saw more chemistry and I saw them talking about this whole Peter situation. I was like, these two look so good together. I mean, they just they they see has a natural ease when they're talking. You know, she's trying to get information from out of him, and he was trying to kind of give her information. I like I was like, I'd rather watch them if anything. And then that then you know I like him with Anna and all that. But I was like I, it was she was more exciting because I agree with Carla. Where's the smart Sam? Where's the fearless Sam? Where's the you know where's the street smart Sam like why is she so mealy mouth and it's just like nang, 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 all the time having that that's just it just it annoys me to the nth degree it really does annoy me to the nth degree um, yeah so that's how I feel about that but the, the thing that bothered me about that Finn and uh, Sam conversation is that I felt like Sam was I don't, like I, that chemistry I don't know if I didn't read it for myself because I felt like <laughs> Sam was just running him because she wants information that he she right. knows that he has. That's going to help her get but out see, of the But see, he wanted to tell, too. He wanted to tell somebody. He wanted to tell. He wanted to tell her. He was and conflicted. Then, and that whole situation got convoluted, too. And yeah. then it ended up with them leaving the house. And she was like, do you understand? He was like, yeah, I understand. <laughs> him him leaving that house, him leaving that room with her, going, yeah, I understand, reminded me of the time <laughs> that my mother left my daddy. Right. And my mother at the breakfast table, my dad was like, you going to leave me, aren't you? She's like, mm-mm, nope. 
just like that. And he went to work, and we were gone. Oh, oh, oh dang, okay. She hopped in that car, honey, and she put the pedal to the metal, and we went from Atlanta to St. Louis, and dang. he was like having it. But when when I saw that, I immediately thought about that, and I was watching with my mother. I said, hey, Ma, that remind you of anything? And she just laughed. I'm like, whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I say all that to say that um, I don't like how... I, I hate, and that's another wishy-washy thing, too. I hate that they're being wishy-washy with the whole Anna Finn thing, too. You know, when she was gone for, like, months and months and months on end, they had him pining mm-hmm. away for her, made it seem like he was going to wait it out for her, no, like he was not going to roll over on her no matter what. And I find it very interesting that the one thing that's going to make him roll over on her is Peter, after he's tolerated Peter for months. And so I'm, so I'm guessing the only reason that's making him not tolerate Peter is the fact now that he has Violet, and now as yeah, a dad, you know is. his his ideology on all of that was fine as long as it was just him he was worried about. Now he's got Violet to worry about. I think didn't he say that kind of? He was yeah. like just in the, in the argument he was kind of saying, well, "I have a daughter now." But I want to say that as he was leaving. Yeah, so I, so I agree mm-hmm. with that. I think that that's the change of heart. It's kind of like now you got and you know I have children. It was like things do change since you have children. Things do change. The outlook just changed. That's right. I mean, and he became sort of basically an insta dad. Yeah, yeah. It's like boom. Yeah. All right, now all of a sudden I, I've yeah. got all this. I, I mean, that is one thing. Like with storylines, especially on on soaps, is that you're kind of hamstrung by your actor's availability. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we have Fanola Hughes, or even as you're talking about Anthony Geary, yeah. uh, gone for long stretches. Mm-hmm. That's kind of built into their contracts. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so you got to come up with excuses for them to be gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I feel like, for better or for worse, can can be a plus or a minus to a storyline depending on when it's, it's going. I That's agree. true. That's true. I agree. I definitely agree. But would you more? Would you rather have some, have them have a recast for that time that they're no. gone? Or you'd rather just have, write them out? I, I, I neither. I wouldn't want them have. I wouldn't want them recast, and I wouldn't want them necessarily written out but I wouldn't want them like when Anna was gone they kept having at least once a week or every other day having him on the phone with her which was kind of annoying it's like okay we know she's gone just bring her back when you're gonna bring her back like the audience that watches General Hospital that's loyal they're not gonna forget about Anna they're just not so it doesn't matter that we're not talking about her it doesn't matter that we don't see her just bring her back when you bring her back but just don't create like stupid stuff to keep her name in the loop because we know who she is and we love her like Anna Devane is part of the, the general hospital fabric you know what I mean let's see alright lay down James <laughs> well I mean I'm gonna sip some tea sip some tea girl <laughs> sip some tea girl no I you know that's, that's a great question and there's been times when they have had recasts on shows that did work like say it was, it was someone like they had to pitch well for example my friend Jen Lee. Uh, years ago, pitched in for Maxie. Mm-hmm. She had a health issue. She came in really quick and did a great job, actually. And and then when Maxie went, Christian Storms came back, she left. Um, so it does work sometimes. And when Nick Sabil came on as Nick, Nicholas, mm-hmm. that did work. That's how did Christopher had to leave? It did work. So sometimes it does work. But I kind of with her also, sometimes it's good just like <laughs> to have them off. Focus on other, if you have large casts, focus on other, some other people. You know, focus on other cast members. Give them some story. Give those actors some work. And then when they're ready to come back, then you bring them back in. And you integrate them back in. So I kind of think maybe both, I guess. Depends. Yeah, I mean, it, it's tough because sometimes you wonder, like, oh, please don't drag out the story yeah. longer than it needs to be. Yeah. And when they're when it just times yeah. out, they're going to be gone for, you know, four to five Peter. months. Like, oh, God, the story's yeah, going to well, be dragged yeah, out Yeah, like now. when it's four or five months, it's like, y'all, come on, really now? I Peter. Can't. Yeah. Stop it. Stop I'm over that storyline. All right, Peter. Well, let's dive in, James Legend. Oh, 
Tell, uh, sing the praises of one Peter August. And I am Vaughn. Thanks, you guys. Thanks for having me. Bye. <laughs> uh, um, we, got, we got to talk about Brad and them, too. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll just be brief. Just I just, I, you know, people know me. You know, I'm not a fan of the character of Peter. Never have been. Um, I think I don't like the revisionist history. And even my beautiful girl, Brooklyn Ray Sills, is back. I love her as as Emma. She looks so beautiful, so grown up. I know she does. So yeah, grown she up. Does. So her grown little up. face is exactly the I same. I know. It's okay, so cute. Okay, I'm sorry. I stopped. No, no, I love it. I love you, Brooklyn. I love you, Brooklyn. That's <laughs> my friend. So I love her. She's great. And her scene with Peter was just so forced to me. I just like, I just like, oh, he does not fit in anywhere. He needs, he has no chemistry with Maxie. He has no chemistry with Anna. He has no chemistry. I want, Fris- <laughs> I almost said Frisco, wrong person. I want Tristan Rogers' character, I want to say, um, Scorp- Robert Scorpio, to take him down. I want him gone. I, yeah. I love that. Uh, Robert is so doggedly determined yeah. to get him, Love which is great. But I agree with you. That scene with uh, with Emma, it, it seemed him Michael showing like genuine human emotion yeah. always seems awkward to me. Yes, I'm like, oh. Well, no. I have to agree to disagree. I like that scene with mm-hmm. with, with um, Emma and and Peter. I actually thought it was it was nice that Emma was. Emma was the one person that was showing him yes. any unbiased affection, and it was kind of cute. But you know, what but you him playing with Violet, I found more watchable <gasps> than like him being like Thanos and like st- like that a simple child's that game was actually kind of cute. Then then trying mm. to see that interaction with Emma, I was like, oh, <laughs> can <laughs> I get a real life hug? Now? Yeah, yeah, you're my uncle, my uncle oh. Peter. I'm like, good you're a real night, life Uncle Peter. Yeah, I'm like, good night. But the little girl who plays Violet is, is, is adorable. She yes. is adorable. With her little lisp. Isn't she the cutest oh my thing God, ever? She you is. just want to eat her. She's I do. So cute. I do. And I see why people, I see why some animals eat their young because they're so cute. She's delicious. <laughs> but delicious. She's delicious. She is delicious. Like, he's so <laughs> big. He's <laughs> like the wolf from Little Red Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, but delicious. I don't, I don't blame <laughs> Peter August. I mean, I don't know if I can necessarily see the storyline with him and Maxie at all, but I don't know if, like, the character in and of itself, I, if I hate. You know, I mean, I feel like we've got this weird thing with Anna. We've got this backdoor that it's really going to be her sister that's the real mother. And I, I don't know why they haven't pulled the trigger on that. Right. Because it seemed like they were really poised yeah. after that. And that was the whole reason that she took off for the summer. And then right. we never really resolved that. So no, that's just, they didn't. Deeper, 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 deeper. So I don't know exactly. if they're, they're, they're saving that till he gets caught. And then it's like, oh, and guess what? <laughs> you really never want Anna <laughs> right on to begin with. Yes. I'm like, yeah. you were Alex's. I'm like, right. when's that shoe yeah. going to drop? Yeah. Oh, was- I, but I don't know if I want to see him written out of the show. I mean. I do. I don't want to see him written out. I Bye. think there's potential for him to do something. I'm not quite sure what it is, though. What if he was under Valentine Tepper rule? Where, I mean, you kind of root for him, but he's also, because <laughs> you, you need some bad guys that you can't write off. You want bad guys around town to kind of stir up. <laughs> Valentine would be a bad guy. Yeah. Who else would you have, though? There's nobody left right now except for Valentine and Peter, right? Well, I guess Sonny's considered. Well, I guess he's a good guy. I guess Sonny kind of straddles a line. Yeah, that's a line. But I mean, I just, I'm sorry, I'm not a fan of Peter. Right. Not a fan. I'm not a fan. Uh, speaking of other potential team ups, Michael E. Knight playing, yes. uh, playing oh my our God, lawyer. I kind of love. I him. love him. I love him. I mean, I know they're sending him out right now to try to track down yes. more Quartermain stock. Yes. But uh, I, I'm hoping that he sticks around and they give Me him too. actually a storyline of his own. I want them to give him a contract because yes. he's, he's freaking crushing it. Yes. He's crushing. He's been crushing it since the minute his face showed up on the screen. He's just, he's really good. He always has been, even when he was on AMC. So I'm just. I want him and Alexis together. That could Ooh. be interesting. I, all right. All right. I'll, be I'll put it out there. Nosa said that I'm putting it out there. Right. Though they're, they're age appropriate. And both fantastic actors who can do comedy and drama. Yeah. 
Emmy winners. Be, ooh, ooh, all right. I'm, I'm, I, I am down that, that southern accent, everything. I love the southern oh. drawl. I love, I love his white hair. I oh. love all about Michael E. Knight. I'm all in. Yeah, he's a silver fox for sure. Mm-hmm. And I like how they've, they. I thought they did a really good job of having him being involved in so many things <laughs> yeah. for Valentine. Finding yeah. out that Valentine's really behind Nell, yes. really behind this whole thing with Brooklyn. Yes. I was like, all right, nicely right. done with that. But I love when he told Valentine, he said, and from now on, I'm going to have to have cash up front. Yeah, yes. that's right. No, that's right. I was like, that's right. <laughs> I love that he doesn't back down. And he, when he talks to Nell, too, he's just like, yeah, I'm your lawyer and all, but you know. I'm not your passive. Exactly. Let's get this straight. Exactly. You're paying me. I'm not paying you. Okay. <laughs> exactly. All right. So mm-hmm. the one thing that's bugging me about the Nell story, like, okay, and then that'll lead us into talking about Brad and Lucas and all this stuff as well, <laughs> yes. is that Nell uh, has an they have an injunction for her to be able to mm-hmm. vote those yes. shares of the quarter main stock. But how does she think she could actually sell those? She does not. That, I don't, that's what I was. Why thinking. is anybody saying you can sell these? You that's can't. What I was thinking like when she shows up at Valentine's room and he's like, "I'm ready to negotiate." Negotiate what? Homegirl ain't got no shares. She legally has no right to anything quarter main. And as we're going to find out, she really ain't going to have no right to it because mm-hmm. we know what's going to throw down. So I'm like, whatever. But I, mean, I feel like Martin knows that. So why is he telling Valentine that? Why is Valentine saying, "Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll make her a huge offer"? Because like, he's trying to make that money. He's trying to get that paper. He's not going to tell Valentine because that means he ain't going to get paid. Because you don't want Valentine as an enemy. You don't want Valentine as an enemy. No, so you but I'm, tell telling him you, I'm telling you, he's not telling him because he's trying to get that paper. He's trying to get paid. He knows if he tells Valentine that, that he will cut him off uh, monetarily. And homeboy trying to hang around in poor Charles and get paid yeah, but by you, as many people as possible. <laughs> but if you told him, if you didn't tell him and he finds out, he's going to, like, I'll just kill you now because you were you he won't kill him because he wouldn't know that he wouldn't know that he lied would he necessarily like it would take him a minute to figure that out like how did you not know this martin why didn't you tell me <laughs> martin would be like yo okay I'm not, exactly I'm, I'm not an investigative reporter nope. i'm just a lawyer mm-hmm. yeah so that, the fact that nobody's mentioned that it bugs the heck out of me <laughs> in this where like oh god when like nell's telling michael like i have to might have to entertain another offer it's like why is michael saying you can't but Nell's getting now. Nell's getting on my nerves now because everywhere she go, people just slamming the door in her face. I love how Michael. She was she was demanding that she get another room at, oh, at the Puerto Rican Mansion, and Michael's like, "Okay, you know what? I'll have somebody get your bags and sit them on the side of the road." Yeah. And she was like, "Oh, I'll just go stay with Brad." Yeah, it's gonna be a little crowded. Lucas just woke okay. up. <laughs> okay. Like, okay. Exactly. Uh, all right. So James, we saw there. I saw a promo scroll. Yes, I did. There, yep. like. Finally, you know, this week. It's finally coming out. I saw that. How excited are the two of you that this I, is finally happening? I'm so. We same here. I, it's about wait. time. It's gone on long enough. It's gone on long enough. You've milked every angle you can now at this point. Now Lucas is awake. Nell's in town. It all needs to come out. But is it going to come out before they bounce to Portland is the question. I think so. I yeah. Because you, you'd want, you want them there for the huge radioactive fallout. Yes. <clears throat> for everybody. everybody. I mean, it's going to affect so many people. It's oh, my goodness. It's going to affect everybody. What's her, uh, uh, Willow. Willow. Oh, my God. Again. I know. And then uh, uh, Chase is going to be trying to pick up the broken pieces of that. Sunny. Uh, Sunny. Carly. Gonna, Sunny oh. and Carly are going to be livid that now that they're going to have Nell as like a... a not a daughter-in-law, but a baby mama forever. Mm-hmm. Like, that's going to be a whole thing. You know, Joss is going to feel some kind of way about mm-hmm. that because Joss is the one who kind of infiltrated Nell into yes. all of that mess in the first place. Like, it's just going it's just going to be a ticking Woo! time bomb. It's going to be a mess. But I assume <laughs> Nell goes back to jail when the truth is revealed because she lied about... Yeah, she going back to jail and Brad going uh, along with her. Yes, you guys think. Oh, You don't think? I mean, that's a violation of your probation. You lied about yeah. your baby being alive? Yeah. 
I don't think so. They're going to figure out a way. They're going to figure out a way to keep them out. They can't put them in jail again. She's not a quarter maid, so she ain't got no money. So what's no. she going to do? Yeah, where's she going to stay? I mean, it's very interesting. I, I, Is I she going to be running Dawn a day? Like, what's happening? Dawn a day. Dawn a day. I'm glad that's all over. was worried, though, that they were going to drag the Lucas amnesia yeah, out. I was like, yeah. oh, he's not going to remember much. But when he first woke up and they immediately had the flash, I'm like, thank you. Yes. Thank you. Let's keep moving on this story. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. Yeah, no, I'm very excited. I think. I mean, I, th- I mean, I think it's a. It, it was a coolly crafted storyline to begin with. I think I actually don't mind the storyline very much. I thought it was. I thought it was pretty well done. But I think it's time. I think it's time for it to come out and have the. And now let's have the fallout with everybody. Oh, it's gonna be so good. All right. Uh, what do you think happens? I mean, especially. I mean, Lucas. We know is gonna be devastated. Of course. Well, yes. Willow's devastated. Michael elated. Yes. I think Willow's gonna have a nervous breakdown. Because she's gotten so close to Wiley, yeah. thinking that it's Wiley, thinking that it's her kid. Willow and Micah. And Lucas have adopted. She's going she's gonna to lose her. Willow and Micah. That's what's really? going to happen. Mm-hmm. You think? Are, you, are you a fan of Sasha? Oh, you know what? Because they always did have chemistry. Yes, Remember they we did. talked about that. Mm-hmm. They have chemistry. Yeah. Do you like Ooh, Sasha? I love gonna, Sasha. I love Sasha. He can't be kicking Sasha to the curb. I love Sasha. But I think something's going to gonna, gonna be a bond in there somewhere, and it's going to bring them together a little bit. It's going to cause some problems. No, I like Sasha, but it's going to cause some but problems. what are they going to do with Sasha? What well, there's, there's, Sasha? there's other men on the canvas. No, I Who? mean... I other men like oh, Chase and all that. There's other men on the canvas that can move around to. I'm not seeing Sasha and Chase. Are you? I'm not. You know what? I, uh, as much as I, I've grown to enjoy Chase and uh, his portrayal, uh, him losing the stubble and just uh, having the uh, the Luke Perry burns. Yes, not it's a not good look. No, no, no. The pork chop for him. Pork chops. <laughs> but it is because I feel like Michael and Sasha and Willow and Chase are two pretty functional relationships. Mm-hmm. So you can only have that go on for so long yes. before you've got to start stirring the pot. As I said, I think I have a feeling this whole baby thing is going to bring Willow and, and Michael closer together. See, they met in grieving class and grieving meetings, and then she got close yeah, to Wiley. There, there was always a, always a little something. There was always a little little chemistry there. Mm-hmm. Always a little chemistry mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, mean, I guess the big thing is what happens to Brad. Oh, that's, that's he's a, going. To, Lucas might kill him. <laughs> somebody's gonna kill him. Do you somebody's think it, gonna kill him. Do you think we, it is death knell for? for well, oh, see, some, somebody's gonna take him. We also got like, Julian. We can't forget Julian. Julian knew all about this too. Yeah. So it's Julian and Brad. What's gonna happen to Julian also? Oh, Julian will just leave town, but somebody's gonna kill Brad. <laughs> somebody gonna kill Brad's ass. They're gonna be like, yeah, you got to go. It's gonna be very interesting to see because because like, both of them are part of this cover up. And then you got then you got Liesel, who kind of knew what was going on too a little bit had an idea because she was around it was, it, 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 she delivered the baby so it's like this whole so it really it really goes to, I love umbrella stories it's one thing I love umbrella <laughs> stories and this really does umbrella out and out and out and out so it should be, so the fallout will be the interesting part of seeing what what happens to every single person that's involved I'm curious like somebody, somebody with Liesel, which is true he's part of that do, do you hold her at all to blame for anything no Liesel, no she gave birth to she, she helped give birth the baby came out and she was she there helped, right she helped bring she, Wiley is here because of Liesel, yeah. so there's that but and so I'm not mad at her for that but, she wasn't that involved anyway but she what, just, but she, and she was just doing what she always yeah. does you know she was just lying and covering her own behind yeah. to do she 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 that particular character doesn't know any other way to exist like that's yeah. just her MO she just lies to survive yeah does Sonny look past the anger of what Brad did 
because no, they no. know he has no. Michael's oh, grandson. No. Oh, no. He's got his grandson. Corinthos, yeah. we're talking about child. It's going to be off yeah. and cracking. It is. <laughs> he is. He's been so consumed with his dad that he ain't had time to pay attention to Wiley and what's going on no. in that with that shenanigan part of the world. But when it is revealed that that's been his grandson under his nose the whole Ooh. time, oh, child. <laughs> it's going to be, oh, my God. It's going to be It's going to be fireworks. It is. Uh, James L. Jr., as we get ready to wrap here, real quick, I want to hear your thoughts. Uh, as resident uh, GH historian, we're getting ready for another gang war. Yes. Are you excited? Has, no. has, has it been long enough that no. it seems fresh? Never fan of the mob. Never fan of the mob. Never fan of the mob. Why bring it back? Okay. All right. Uh, from James Loud's uh, mouth to your GH ears. writer's ears. ears. Cut this gang war, folks. Cut it. Change it. Cut it. Uh, folks, let's give it up for James Lott Jr., for which, for without who the show would not exist, everybody. That's actually true. That's <laughs> right. Nancy Pelosi and Five years oh, strong, everybody. Five years! <laughs> Five years, you guys. Thank you, everybody, for all the fans in here. Thank you so much. You guys are always so wonderful. James Lott Jr., it's always a delight when you Thank come you. on the show. I mean, I mean this is your show. Hey, I did start the show, yes. There you go. <laughs> it was so, your, yes. But it's your show. You do it every week, so you continue it, so it's good. Oh, I'm just passing. Pa- Baton, baton, baton. Yes, baton, that's yes. it. Uh, folks, thanks for joining us here for this episode of the GH Report. Uh, as always, like us on Facebook, give us five stars on iTunes, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Thank you, everybody, for hopping in the chat. But if you want to stay in touch with any of us, even after the show is over, James Lott Jr., I, I don't know if people are going to know where to find you. What's funny, I just got a, a, a thing. My ink has arrived, so I'm glad, I'm glad because go home, my ink will be there. <laughs> Hi, you can follow me where all James Lott Jr.'s are sold at James Lott Jr. and also some media platforms. You can find me, your girl, Carla Renata, at The Curvy Critic, all across every social media platform and over at Black Hollywood Live, right before the GH Report, with my own show, The Curvy Critic, <laughs> with Carla Renata. It's film reviews. If you want to see what to watch, check out your girl. Nice. Do it. What kind of ink you get? You getting just uh, getting some from my from my my Canon my Canon printer. Uh yeah. Is it gonna be? Is it black? Is it magenta? Black it... and, and all colors. It's, it's two fifty and two fifty one. I cannot believe just y'all a, have a conversation. Hot printer talk. Hot toner and printer talk. Told us to wrap ten minutes ago. And y'all <laughs> <laughs> people watch the show for printer stuff. Uh, folks, uh, follow me on Twitter, Instagram at Happy Go Jackie. That's gonna do it for this episode of the JH Report. Once again, James Lott Jr. Everybody, we'll see you back here next week with an all new episode episode right here on AfterBuzz TV. <laughs> Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal. 